0: Joanna, do you ever wish you could definitively prove that you had the right opinions about movies? Uh yeah, Neil, because I do have the right opinions about movies and television, right, Dave? No. Because I'm more right about those things, and I demand trial by content. Oh boy, what is trial by content? Each week we'll take on a huge question. Each of us will bring a choice and combined with listener submissions and your votes, we will come to a decision. It's trial by content. Every Tuesday on Spotify, theRinger.com, or wherever you're listening right now, don't let Neil win. Don't let Dave win.
1: Listeners, welcome. This is Sound Only. I'm Justin Charity.
0: And
2: I'm Mike Peters.
1: We're your Sound Only cooks, here to record our deepest, darkest thoughts about the millennial lifestyle. Including, not limited to, Twitter and all its glorious <laughs> sub-factions, sub-channels, black Twitter, <laughs> rap Twitter, <laughs> anime
2: Twitter and the purchase thereof by uh, elon musk by, by the by, coward by elon, by musk. elon musk by the coward elon musk oh uh, oh man
1: okay here's the thing we'll talk about other stuff this episode but this is like hot off the presses right this is hot out of deal book new york times you know MA <laughs> news right this man elon musk I'm supportive of this deal, by the way. We're gonna get into why.
2: Extra, extra, extra. Elon Musk <laughs> yeah. oh dropped 44 to... bands, 44 <laughs> billion, 44 billion dollars for edit button. button. It's so, crazy. First of all, don't don't yeah, because I am opposed
1: to the edit button specifically. I don't get why people insist on that. I
2: button like, button. like like listen. I don't I don't understand why anybody insists on having the edit button either because I, for one, would definitely abuse it because I'd be you like, you would abuse you know, it. I'd tweet something like, "God," I'd I'd tweet something like, "God bless America," and then <laughs> I oh, would man. like wait for it to get like mad retweets and then just be like, motherfuckers in school always telling me cheap, keep about this, cheap, keep about that." Shut the fuck up! I would like I would do that, you know, like I you there's so the many worse people than me that. out yeah. there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Of course Mis- I would do that. Come on. If I had superpowers, there's no chance I would use them for good.
1: It's misinformation in a can, and I don't know why there are people, in our profession even, who have spent 10 years clamoring for an edit button, which would obviously be a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Setting that aside, Elon oh, Musk right. buys Twitter for $44 billion. This is this podcast, we talk about the millennial lifestyle, and I know we talk about anime. We Look, we're, we could be talking about anime shows. I'm behind. We'll get to anime at some point. Maybe we'll bank an episode around the time of my wedding. We'll talk about one of the mini series we should probably be talking about. There's so many things we could talk about. Twitter isn't even my lifestyle no more, but it is a big part, I will say, Micah. It's like how I got into web writing and all this shit. Like, I have David Drake. Shouts out to David Drake, who, like, literally back in the day, I was living in DC. I was working in crisis communications. I got to know my man, the music journalist. Uh, you know, he works for a label now, David Drake, and this man via DM, sight unseen, helped convince me to move to quit my job and move to New York to become a freelance writer. God bless America and no place up. That's my relationship <laughs> with Twitter. Twitter is how I got in the game, right? Twitter is how I got in the game. Yeah, I, there I- are conversations and people I miss from that platform, but also that platform is garbage. And that's why I'm not on there, and haven't been on there for like four <laughs> years at this point. What's your uh, relationship with Twitter? You don't tell even tweet us that again. much, but you don't tweet that much. Dude. What?
2: I feel like you. Don't nah, nah, nah. I mean, like literally, like I get on, like I really, I get on to, like, and <clears throat> a big, a big part of me not being on there as much is realizing what I go there for, which is. Either to like exercise some negative energy that I've had he- held <laughs> over from bullshit that has happened over the day, like picking easy fights, or, <laughs> <laughs> you or, <laughs> you know, like to just kind of like toss off some, some. I mean, this is a thought that I had that I, you know, I five seconds is probably the amount of time that I spent thinking about this. And five minutes from now, it might not even be there. Is how I use Twitter these days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, it's you know, it's there's jokes or whatever, but also Twitter, you know, the whole thing about, um, Twitter being delayed, TikTok and Instagram also being delayed. T- Twitter, some, some, you know, as if like. Just because like Twitter has been such a like, you know, dominant social media, like the present, like the omnipresent social media platform for like going on a decade now. It's not as if like it can't just, you know, begin sucking more and more and gradually more people leave it like Tumblr or MySpace or anything else before or Facebook, you know, Um, whatever. I don't know. Maybe it'll be there'll be something else. For now I'm here for the jokes.
1: <laughs> but you know what it is like what you were saying about you go on there to like get negative energy or whatever. Like the thing is that's actually what used to be to me, right? Beautiful about Twitter, right? It's sort of like in a lot the secret of Twitter, right, is like a, it's a glorified web forum. Like social media in general, at some like in the beginning sure they were about acquaintances and shit like that. But Facebook and Twitter they just became glorified web forums. And so much of, like, web forum culture I remember from the 2000s, right, really was just, like, being mad and logging into an account and yelling at people about the war in Iraq. Right? That's And that's kind of what the of Twitter <laughs> exactly. was. Like, you know what I yeah.
2: mean? Like, peak- and, and, <laughs> like, you know, now, like, you know, I'm more about... Yeah, I mean, like, it's just about lurking now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's about it's, it's about lurking and peace. Support your friends. Lurk otherwise. Get a few stray thoughts off. Get out of there.
0: Don't spend that's too much every,
2: time.
1: But you know what it is? It's like that's the good. That's a good everyman approach to Twitter. I think the problem with Twitter to me, like in terms of my life personally, and I think a lot of people who I I know and love, right, is that kind of energy and that kind of purpose is cool when you're treating it like something more like a web forum. I think the problem is when Twitter became increasingly professionalized, especially with our set, right? Like journalists, podcasting, news and opinion economy. Once you turn that shit into a a workplace too, that was a wrap. Like that's kind of the problem with Twitter is like you, it's this weird fusion of people talking crazy to people online, but also like (laughs) representing, (laughs) you know what I mean? It
2: just doesn't, it, it, (laughs) <laughs> I like it's just I, I think that there's also kind of like in in our set there would be sort of like the some of the funniest interactions are sort of like when you just sort of talk crazy. <laughs> when some you just sort of like or you say something like you would say normally, yeah. and like the reaction is just kind of like you know you can't do that, <laughs> <laughs> or like it's, I like it's just I like it's so it's it tickles me. It's like it's so funny, but also like it hasn't always been like that. There's also been times that you've read more into it or whatever because yeah, it is like a feedback loop primarily. Yeah. And that, like it, like and it's good and bad.
1: Yeah, and I think over, I don't know, like watching people work out all of their sort of political transformations and personal problems and mental health issues on a like public social media platform that you know, unlike a web forum, right? When you were doing that shit anonymously back in the day, the fact that the default of Twitter and Facebook became like you do this stuff on your real name in a way that like people can see. <laughs> And you're at work, kind of. Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's where it's like, oh, wow, I, this is yeah. a mistake. And it, it gets toxic really quickly. And I think, you know what it was? It's like, I always, I feel like on this podcast, I've identified, I'm sort of like the Joker in the Dark Knight where I have six different origin stories. And if I think of like when I left Twitter, <laughs> I think I've talked about like the Yay rollout. It was like the Kids See Ghost rollout. It was Covington. It was the them little Covington kids.
2: <laughs> and then, I can't believe (laughs) that you count. Like, it's just, first of all, I'm not going to let you get away with comparing yourself to the Joker Joker of the Dark Knight. Number one, in having having, having your defining element of tragedy in your background, you want to know how I got these scars. I watched the yodeling... Uh, hot foot kid in Walmart. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Mason? Yeah, heartbreaking. And I just couldn't take it anymore.
1: Oh, but it is the most It's just
2: like, I hate you.
1: It's true. I'm not lying. It's, I hate it, you,
2: man. They're it's all
1: bull, equally like, true.
2: You are just, uh,
1: but it, you know what it is—the one I was that just came to mind was like Jesse Smollett. is just like watching everyone react, <laughs>
0: <or> react <laughs> to Jesse on Twitter. Oh
2: my god! Oh, uh, bamboozled! Like, oh my god! <laughs> um,
1: and that's what I was like, "I gotta get out of here!" Like, this is I can't, like, I can't believe,
2: I couldn't believe that there were people taking the situation seriously. I, I like it was, I like how could you not be Switzerland and just laugh <laughs> from, from I'd like it for, i like the whole time. I just didn't understand like wading into that, but yeah. that's most things.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. I, and Twitter was fine. It was a platform when you could, you could take that attitude of like, not everything needs to be waded into. You kind of ha- you pick your spots on Twitter and you, you know, but it, be- yeah, it just became this like terror dome. And I think I feel like so many people talk about it self-consciously like that like it's I a mean, bad thing especially
2: place. for like yeah I mean like it's just especially for um, you know projecting good politics or for you know working like out, out like you said identity stuff which you know, also kind of reads into the misplaced vitriol, whatever thing you want to call it, like you just dunking on this person. Now we all got to see it too, type of situation.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, which I mean, like you know, I, I like it's addicting. I don't know what to tell you. And either, like, I guess you can either weed yourself off of it and. You leave completely, or you just kind of like stick around looking for uh, those never let them see your next move videos. Which, again, <laughs> I could just go to TikTok for those. Like, yeah. I it's
1: but but and all,
2: also like Rx nephew tweets. I <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, that's that's a fair yes.
2: Oh, uh, I got Instagram for that though. He <laughs> did
1: that screenshot of all his tweets on Instagram. Um, but to your point about about weaning off, like this now we get to what I was saying up top about I support Elon Musk in this endeavor, and I'll tell you why. I'm not some Elon Musk fanboy. Okay, that's not where this is coming from. I recognize. I mean, I think the ways we talk about Elon are a little indirect and kind of roundabout, but I get why people, like-minded people to myself, are frustrated with Elon in a lot of ways. I will say this: I am a Twitter accelerationist. I want nothing more than to see the death of that website. I think it is
0: has hijacked the minds
1: <laughs> of my generation.
0: Mm. I think it has
1: stolen from me people that I love and respect. And I want nothing more. <laughs> I
2: watched the greatest minds of my generation destroyed by manual retweets. Yeah, the Justin Charity story. This, I, but yeah, I, like I, I like I was saying, like. The I like okay. I think that we need to contextualize this a little bit because I like we need to 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 explain the sort of reactions that have been coming out yeah, in the wake sure of the news of Elon Elon Musk's um, successful bid, you know, to buy Twitter, yeah, Um his takeover bid or whatever. There have been, you know, the immediate. uh you know, bleeding heart, I'm leaving Twitter, like, after however many years, which kind of, like, has the air of I'm going to Canada in 2016, or, yeah. uh, you know, who wants to expat at any given time. Uh, <laughs> and then there is, like... You know, kind of the reaction to that reaction, which is that you're never leaving Twitter. You're addicted to it, like the rest of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. And further, other people that are just kind of like tweeting out pictures of Kate Bush that they like, or uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> talking about how the Nets are kind of blowing it in the playoffs. I don't know. Like, there's, it's, it's sort of. I, I don't know. There's also like the serious concern, troll. Leave. This is an attack, a direct attack on free speech. Um, thing. It's, I, I like. Or I democracy. don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I,
1: I, okay. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. It's like to me the,
2: which I mean, like you cannot like which you can't downplay like over like in the For last, sure. in like in modern history, like Twitter as like a vehicle like a delivery vehicle for like information is like and having it be like not spun or twisted or whatever yeah. or added to it in any way was is like an important thing like it's like it's yes absolutely but like also i think we're kind of saw the degradation of that over the last three years yeah I, it's
1: like an issue where I have so much sympathy for a lot of different ways of looking at it, right? I, I get the idea that moderating the internet is hard and that things should be freer rather than less free. I also totally get, though, how like a person comes up in this century and the internet has just turned, like it's turned the whole idea of information on its head and you react to that with anxiety. Like it's, I perfectly understand a person who confronts something like, social media like twitter and is like this is a nightmare what the f- we have to we have to find a way to like reorganize human thought because otherwise what is it we just watching pewdiepie videos forever what are we doing like i get it i get it <laughs> i get it i totally get that yeah. i get that response i think though look my best case scenario is this, right it's like elon buys twitter and people have the courage of their convictions and they write their 100,000 why I'm finally leaving Twitter essays, and I'm not gonna read them shits, but I will welcome you with open arms in the Thugs <laughs> Mansion. I will welcome you with open arms. I will have a pineapple basket. Oh bad. I'm gonna bake you some pastries. Come join me, brothers. You know what I mean? It's like I get it. It's it's I I think, I don't know. It's I think the more realistic thing about it, though, like you're talking about people being like, nah, I'm leaving this platform. I don't like Elon. I don't like that this is sort of a rightward shift. It's, I think what I don't like about Elon,
2: every post is putting money in a, is putting passive income in a billionaire's pocket, et cetera, et cetera. I hope people are about that life. It's like, yeah, you're right. Elon sucks. Get off Twitter. Come on. I am very sad that, that, that ownership of Twitter has passed from the, the, from the good billionaire to the bad bad billionaire. billionaire. It's a hilarious take. You think
1: like Sasha Obama (laughs) owned Um, it before? Like what is happening? Um, But I think the sad truth, right? I think the sad truth is this is more like cigarette addiction, right? Where it's like people do feel a kind of way about Elon Musk. But the courage I don't think the courage of a lot of people's convictions is really going to motivate them. to, You know what I mean? It's like they've been stewing in that shit for 10 to 15 years. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's so easy. I know this is somebody I mean, even even though I left, right, it's like. It's so easy to just stay there and and to feel like, look, especially if you work in journalism or podcasting or whatever, there's so many incentives that say, man, it's easy to get attention here. It's easy to find pockets of validation here. It's easy to self-promote here. Like, why would I go anywhere else? But the answer is because you're putting tar in your lungs. (laughs) That's why you should leave. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, uh, the best thing I can hope for, though, is that people are radicalized enough by Elon Musk buying Twitter that they leave Twitter, and that I can they reclaim their mind space. Okay, I'm not saying everybody who leaves is gonna go do something healthy and productive. For all I know, you're gonna go to Nine Chan or something if you leave Twitter. But I'm just saying, you could get right like uh, Ringer tech writer and podcaster Alyssa, and like you know what, start growing plants all the time. You was on Twitter, like put some plants on your patio and go nuts and you know what i mean like be like michael cain and children of men one of my role models right like just just get better hobbies <laughs> spend your time more wisely uh watch youtube essays anything but twitter anything but twitter this is this is the week
2: to change your life there you have it Learn, to Learn a trade. Learn a trade. That's <laughs> that it. That is the Join advice me. From, from the mountaintop from Justin. Join <laughs> me. I know it sounds mad condescending, uh, too. I'm really man. not. I'm not a bummer. Like, no, 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 I'm no, 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 no. I like I what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that, like, if you would like the less dramatic version of this, what I'm saying is that, you know. Like. Get on. Get on Twitter to watch a basketball game with some with a few more people than you're watching it with currently. Maybe I don't mm-hmm. know. Get yeah. on Twitter for 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 jokes. Just like you know, it isn't also. I mean, like, but also like, as the jokes continue, to, like as they as they get less funny or the place gets less fun, just stop going to it, and eventually you'll do something. To, like I just don't think it's that dramatic. You know what I mean? This is kind of like what Yahoo bought Tumblr. It's like it's gonna it's gonna suck now. Ah, where am I gonna get tasteful dudes? Where I'm <laughs> gonna get? Where am I gonna get weirdly s- specific, like jokes from literary crit majors about you know macaroni? Like I don't know. Like it's just there's <clears throat> the weirdness will find. The weirdness is going to find a way. I don't know. Like, I, I just don't think that this is some huge deal. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah. Like, but
1: yeah, there, there are ways to make it work. You're talking about. I do think that the, for the internet in general, the only cultural solution is to bring back anonymity. Like, people need. Like, it's why I like Reddit. I never in a million years thought I would like being on Reddit. But the idea that it's just no one is more important than anyone else and everybody's name is just a handle and like, you don't know who these people are. Like that's so, it's so good for the culture of Reddit, even though Reddit used to have that reputation of a cesspool in its own right. And it is in a lot of ways, but anonymity is the thing I miss. If I'm going to get on some old millennial shit, I'm going to stand up here and extol the virtues of again, Twitter, not being this place that has to be both your raggedy online self, but also your, you know, your staff title and your handle and your, your <laughs> work email like that, that mashup of culture does not work. And we need to revert back to
2: the forever purge presented <laughs> by Justin. Trinity. My signal is like, in I, my profile. I, like, yeah, it's I, I, like, it's, it's,
0: Oh
2: no. <laughs> oh man. I mean like, you know, anonymity an also has its pitfall, like, its pratfalls. And you know, its violent tendencies. However, like yeah, I mean, like it was also chill sometimes. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, it's we don't have the answer. It is a no. hopeless. We don't. We don't have the answers. It's a hopeless mess. You know. Uh, I mean, like you know, get 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 those more like Elon Musk jokes off now. I guess like. I don't think that it's really going to be the censorship crisis that uh, it's that maybe other people would have you believe. Yeah. I, yeah, I but, you know, shit, I've been wrong about things before.
1: <laughs> like what?
2: <laughs> wow, you can't even think of that. Like wow, how uh, humble. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> um, uh, like, um, Damn, you know what Birkenstock Boston man. I was calling them Jesus sandals for a really long time, but them just is very comfortable. I haven't worn anything else for weeks.
0: <laughs> <annoying>. Yeah,
2: <clears throat> yeah. I like that was the trick. Like, listen, you asked, you asked, and yeah, I delivered. It's fair. You All did,
1: right? you did, you did. A very relatable example. Too. I did. Uh, give me credit for that. Let's take a break, man. We'll come back and we're gonna talk about Josh Brolin for some reason. <laughs> we're gonna talk about Out of Range.
0: This is not the sound of a stream running through the mountains. It's water from a leaking pipe trickling down a stairway. That's not a frog splashing into a lake. It's a piece of sheetrock falling into a puddle on a kitchen floor. And that's not a hiker taking a deep breath of mountain air. It's a homeowner gasping at the sight of a $12,000 water damage repair bill. 40% of homeowners have experienced water damage. Protect your home with the Moen Smart Water Monitor and Shutoff. Moen.
2: Well, you know, like I, I would just say that, you know, like there's a there's a great void. There's a great void in, in our in our television watching schedules. There's a great void! Oh
1: my god, what is wrong with you? What's wrong with Josh Rowland?
2: I don't know what's wrong with Josh Rowland, but that is like I that is seriously I I texted I texted Charity about like watching out of range and new uh, Western sci-fi horror mystery situation going on on Prime Video. Have a game streaming pretty recently, featuring Josh Brolin top billing and uh, Lily Taylor, who is also there and trying her best. And and then like you know, Imogen Poots being kind of doing this annoying, you know, manic pixie thing. And then just like a, a procession of humorless lumps, I like. But outer range, I guess, is like kind of alternately being reviewed as um, one of you know late spring, early summers, patient mysteries uh, gets the things right that Stranger Things doesn't so on so forth, like appointment viewing. However, uh, we have both watched it and I think cards on the table were both sort of like, eh, on it. Yeah. In fact, that little bit of performance at the beginning <laughs> was like the first time that I was really, really paying attention to what was going on with the show. Because Josh Rowland, like, he gets his moments. He gets his moments to brood and erupt, you know, like, as Josh Rowland does. But I mean, like, around that, I don't really know what's going on, and I don't know that I care how it's going to turn out with so many things, so many loose strands on the show.
1: Yeah, and it's a show where it's kind of pitching you, again, with this void in the crowd, right? It's pitching you on surreal. instead sort of like, oh, you take this really mundane, rural setting, but then you add these surreal elements to it. And so there's a version of that where you'd say, why well, I don't know what's going on because the show is so surreal and twisted. But in this show, that's not really why you're disoriented or sort of unengaged sometimes. It's because the surreal elements are almost too far and few between and it otherwise does feel like this really understated, I think stylistically, deliberately, kind of emotionally unavailable character drama. Um, and, that, and I don't know, it's like the balance of surreal and mundane is super off with outer range and I don't know I don't think either like I I certainly don't come to this show with any impulse to, to just dunk on it and if anything I thought a lot I was watching it right and I was thinking in the so this is a show on Amazon Prime right and it sort of airs weekly um, but I was thinking about Netflix and I was thinking about their whole huge thing about losing like 200,000 subscribers in the most recent quarter, and they expect to lose 2 million subscribers in the next quarter. And thinking about that thing of like, yo, if Outer Range had been on my TV, on like my fuzzy ass upstairs TV with five channels on it in 2002, right? I might've been engaged with it in a totally different way than I am now in this world where the weirdness of... Outer Range feels like it's just kind of a desperation to stand out in a content mill of a thousand different new TV shows coming out in the course of a single year. You know what I mean? It's 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 hard. It's hard for a show like this to kind of grab your attention while being...
2: To also, the note like, is that the, and those shows are also self-consciously strange. Or yeah, yeah. Like, attempting to stand out in similar ways.
1: Yeah. And it's like the other thing I thought about was when we were talking about Atlanta and I just went off about Lovecraft Country. I was like, oh, this most recent season of Atlanta doesn't feel, it doesn't have that Glover sensibility. The first two seasons has, it feels like now they're just ripping off the kind of Jordan Peele house style of like socially conscious black horror, right? And I was, I I stick to that and I stuck to that comparison of like, this just feels like, Atlanta trying to become Lovecraft Country for unclear reasons. But then I started watching Outer Range and now I feel like the, the Boss Baby tweet of like guy who's only seen Boss Baby watches the second movie getting a lot of Boss Baby vibes <laughs> from this. Because then I was getting like watching of Outer...
2: Boss Baby Range
1: <laughs> and then I'm watching Outer Range and I'm like, this too reminds me of Lovecraft Country, <laughs> but it's white people. <laughs> You know, it feels mm, like white people in Wyoming Lovecraft love
2: country <laughs> vibes from this. But then that makes me feel bad because then it like, I mean, I'm honestly, though, losing my it like, it's it, it, like the like <laughs> a
1: bad critic. What's
2: happening? I like, I honestly could not tell you. I, like, it's, but however, I mean, like, you're not totally wrong. That's, it's like the anthologized story that like they've already separated off whatever happened to Josh Brolin in his past when he showed up on his ranch. Basically, okay, I think I should back up and sit a little bit of the table here. So, yeah. Outer Range is about a family that lives on a ranch in Wyoming. Um, they have apparently fallen upon hard times, upon... I mean, like, leaner times than even the lean times that they saw as good in the immediate past. This family has been on this, like, ranch for a bunch of generations. You've heard the story before. The bank's trying to take it. Their neighbors are trying to take it. Conspire, you know, modern forces are conspiring to take this ranch away from this family. Um, but the twist is that like the wife played by Lily Taylor, uh, it's her family. That's actually been on the ranch for generations. And Josh Brolin was just some kid that showed up one day knowing nothing about his past. So that's one thing. Um, there's been the disappearance of Josh Brolin's, so Josh Brolin and and Lily Taylor have two sons, uh, Perry and Luke, I think. Is that right? I'm not entirely sure. But I like it tells it goes to show this I don't I I don't even know the other one's name. However, they just kind of brood around one of them lost his wife, uh, Rebecca, um, before the beginning of the show. And uh that's another storyline that's going on. And then also there's this uh this lady named Autumn. Played by Imogene so Poose that just shows up on the ranch one day and says, "Hey, can I camp out here for a while?" Honestly, like I texted you about, like, is this a anxiety, s- social commentary, horror about white entitlement? I don't like. I literally don't know what's happening. This is at the very end of episode. Where I had no idea what was going on. There's, a, there's also like a giant hole in the ground to a different dimension, or to space, or to the other side of the earth, or to a void. I have no idea. Just out in the pasture somewhere. Yeah. So there's that.
1: Um, and and your boy, yeah, you know, you know uh, he, Josh Brolin's clinging to the land, and he doesn't want to. doesn't want to part with his land, and there's a lot of stuff going on. I don't know. It's it's there's it's weird because it feels like some of the plot beats are pretty melodramatic you got a murder you got all this stuff and it's like I don't know it's too low key. and then
2: and yet like the void like feels like a literal like, like it feels like a literalization of yeah. something like yes, immediately yes, yes,
1: yes. even just the fact that it's a um, void and that it is referred to as such as a void
2: yeah, yeah. As a void. Yeah. As a great void. As a great void. And I mean, like, yeah, it's just, it's really like, you know, what's going on, man? What's happening? It's just brother? very, you know what it is, though? It's ultimately, Ooh.
1: to your point about how it's being kind of recapped, it's like, it's very prestige That's kind of the main, I mean, that's the main adjective for this. Yes. Company. It's very prestige college,
2: Like, because it's, be- like, it's it's a very pretty show. Like, I mean, like, maybe a little dark. The color palette you know maybe not as well lit as maybe i would like whatever but there's still like really cool shot yeah. like in the second episode when he goes to see uh i can't remember his name of the show but will Patton, um will Patton plays uh the wayne yeah, 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 scion patriarch of the of the ranch uh, across the way, the neighboring ranch. And he wants 600 acres of Josh Brolin's West pasture based upon some technicality and some deed. Yeah. 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 But like, it's, you know, again, like we don't care about this land plot really. And, but him going in to meet the, like into the master bedroom to meet Will Patton who's, like, reclining on this giant bed with wolf fur on it, and there's, like, deer antlers on the wall with exposed brick, and it's, like, he's got, like, all of these, you know, life-saving machines strewn around the bedroom. It's, like, a really cool shot. Like, there's, there's a lot of really cool images in the show, stills of the show. However, like, can you say, like, what's going on? Like I, because I can't, because I can't really. Uh, land. people want land. I don't know, but
1: you're right. It's like beyond the sort of basic it? land dynamic. It's, 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 and again, it's, it's weird because it's not a show that's, it's not convoluted. It's almost the opposite of that. It's just so low frequency that it's just hard to kind of. It never feels like the show yeah. is getting out of bed. Is is what my response to it is a lot of the time. The show is just very slowly trying to roll even
2: out like the even. The fist fights feel like, mm-hmm. you know, sedate and like just sort of casual almost. <laughs> like the like when the two brothers get into the fight outside the bar with uh with Trevor or whatever. It feels like it's happening in slow motion.
1: Yeah. Maybe that's the vibe. I mean it's if this show feels super rural in the parts, right? Like maybe that's the intended thing. Yeah. But... I don't know. I don't I don't know that I have much to recommend it. It just I, again, it mostly got me thinking about again, I mean, I guess a lot of things do, but it just it feels so distinctly prestige and I know it's like it's kind of a memeing when I compare it to Lovecraft Country, but it just it does the thing where it it it, it, it I think at least Lovecraft Country had a, a verve to it, especially like that one Sort of fake TNG episode where Homegirl goes to the Amazon planet. Oh, like yeah, that yeah, shit yeah, was yeah. wild. Yeah, this
2: that yeah, That's was the nuts. thing is that like you, you know, can you it's the split like the like the split of the show into like it being sort of an anthology series is so muted as to almost be imperceptible. Yeah. Like, but it's just kind of like things are branching off, but you don't notice it because everything is gray. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, I
1: don't know, that's kind of all I got about Outer Range. I mean, I feel like I'm there. I, I really do think there are like four different anime things that we should or mean to get around to talking about. Um, I'm going to try to catch up on some of that stuff maybe before my wedding.
2: Yeah, man. You still like haven't seen the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie, man. Like you, yeah, you got to, you got some catching up to do.
1: Box office chugger. Juggernaut. Number four of all time. Juggernaut. Anime. anime box office, number four in the U.S. release all time. Still, it's like above... Okay, so it's ahead of the Dragon Ball Super Oh, you, movie. you
2: were watching the Batman on HBO Max over the weekend? Right. This opened up number two. Number two behind, behind the Batman.
1: Batman. Right. Um, Man, you're just making me feel bad because I... I of all the shit I got to watch, I don't know. I would rather do Jujutsu Kaisen in manga form than keep watching the anime. I'm sorry. I know I'm disappointing you.
2: Listen, man. I've uh, I been mean, like I've read the most recent volume over the weekend. It's fire. Um, however, so is the movie. So you should definitely peep that. So, um, um, Wait. By the way, did you know? I,
1: I missed this. This came out a few months ago, so you know how Chainsaw Man was supposed to come out, right? And then it just evaporated. No one knows what yep. the fuck is going on. So apparently, Netflix is is getting yeah. that. Apparently, Netflix is getting Chainsaw Man, and that's what's going on. Is they're sorting out like localization uh, stuff uh. and release and Why are you mad? I mean, it kind of so my, Netflix I it, is holding.
2: It. No, I mean like, Devil crying, saying, baby so, like It's just like so. Yeah, I like, listen, I, I'm not sighing because Netflix, I'm like, I'm sorry, but I am sighing because, like, Netflix was the one that was holding this hostage the whole time. We've been asking.
1: Right, listen, right, listen, uh, we await with open arms. On- you know what? We'll, we need to email some publicity. We're going to do some journalistic footwork to figure out if this is really true. Because if so, they need to send us some screeners in advance so we can do proper criticism and journalism about it, okay? because uh, otherwise y'all gonna have us on here reviewing Isekai shows and I don't I don't feel like doing that. I'm sorry.
2: Um I don't know mate. listen, I, I mean like, like I can, can got talk got. about Sunny Boy if you want.
1: You wanna talk about Sunny- yeah, Listen, by all means.
2: <laughs> no, um, I like no, I mean like not now. I'm saying like in the future we should probably bake an episode about that in that show of the future. Uh, Just bet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's all we got this week. Um if if you if you wanna if you wanna email us about about Sunny Boy, about Chainsaw Man, about Outer Range Twitter about anything, Elon! Else, I mean, about about Twitter, about I mean, you know, hit us up, man. Soundonlypod at gmail.com. dot com. Soundonlypod at gmail
1: I'm Justin Charity. And I'm Micah Peters. Shouts out to our producer this week, Isaiah Blakely. We'll see y'all next week.